Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, more hackers targeting the election, Amazon hiring 100,000 new employees, Google going green, and ways to make it easier for your kids to take classes from home. All this and more coming up. Foreign adversaries are once again targeting our presidential election. More now from CBS's Olivia Gazas on Microsoft's announcement that more than 200 organizations, including political parties and consultants, were the victims recently of a potential election hacking. Microsoft said groups affiliated with China had targeted people associated with Joe Biden's presidential campaign and at least one prominent individual formerly connected to the Trump campaign. It also said Iran had attempted to compromise a accounts of individuals associated with the presidential election, including Trump campaign and administration officials. To find out more about these types of hacks, which are known as advanced persistent threats, we talked to Tyler Hudak, who is an incident response practice lead at information security consulting firm TrustedSec. Advanced persistent threats, or they're also called APTs, it's a term that was originally created by the military to refer to state-sponsored hackers against the government or government contractors. However, in the last couple of years, that has changed. More broadly, refer to organized hacking groups that target organizations or individuals, basically to obtain valuable or sensitive data or for financial gain. It's pretty rare for an individual to be targeted by an APT group. It's more likely that in the cases that people are getting compromised with malware, they're being attacked by what's called commodity malware. And this is just malware that kind of targets everybody, not necessarily going after a specific person or, or group. But, you know, it is not outside the realm of possibility that somebody could be targeted by one of these groups. But what it comes down to is, regardless of whether it's commodity malware or some attacker in somewhere in the world or an APT group, the best thing that anybody can do is to take precautions beforehand to make sure that they're secure in the first place. They want to make sure that they are using long passwords or passphrases, using different passwords for each site, turning on that multi-factor authentication. Most sites now do offer that multi-factor authentication. That's an amazing way to protect your account, as well as just kind of doing the other cyber hygiene things that everybody has been talking about for years, such as keeping up to date on patches, don't clicking on suspicious uh, emails or links or loading suspicious apps or docs on your phones or on your systems, making sure your antivirus is up to date and not using public Wi-Fi, you know, things like that. Your company actually specializes in helping companies and big enterprises, correct? And so you actually could go in and fix that for a company if that happened to them, right? Correct. What my group does, the incident response group, is we get contracted by organizations who have either been breached or suspect that they have been compromised. And we go in and we try to figure out what happened, what is the extent of the compromise, was any data taken, things like that, and help them on the road to recovery to get back to their normal processes. With millions of children nationwide attending school online, often in homes where they're sharing limited space, learning can be quite a challenge. So CBS technology consultant Larry Magid has this advice on how parents can help their kids be more productive while taking classes from home. 
and one of the things to consider is the space where the student is logging on from. If you're fortunate enough to have a spare room, that's ideal, but that's not always an option. But Connect Safely's Director of Education, Carrie Gallagher, has a trick. You know, all those Amazon boxes that all of us are getting delivered to our door, you can build a, a little booth for your child to sit in that's facing a window so that they have natural light lighting their face when they're on screen with their class, but they are a little bit enclosed for sound protection from the rest of an apartment or a shared room. If you don't have adequate natural lighting, a lamp will suffice, but it's a good idea to avoid having a light source coming from behind you. You'll find more advice about going back to school online at connectsafely.org. Amazon says it's hiring another 100,000 people to keep up with a surge of online orders. CBS News correspondent Vicki Barker has more. The new workers will help pack, ship, or sort orders in part-time and full-time roles. The 100,000 new hires come on top of the 175,000 taken on earlier in the pandemic to keep up with the explosion in online shopping. Amazon has also said it needs to fill 33,000 new tech and corporate jobs and may take on more holiday season hires. The company racked up record profits between April and June and appears on track for more of the same. Vicki Barker, CBS News. Google is going green. The company says all of its offices and data centers will be powered by renewable energy by the year 2030. That would make it the world's biggest company to ditch coal, oil, and natural gas. And it would break from the tech industry's current practice of throwing money into green projects in an attempt to compensate for all the fossil fuels the tech giants currently burn through. Google already gets about 60% of its electricity from wind, solar, and other renewables. Now, speaking of Google, they're stepping up to help you find your next job. Stephen Greenberg explains how. They're launching a unique program called Google Career Certificates, which are low-cost, high-quality online classes that they say will help people find work in high-paying, high-growth career fields. To start... The new programs will teach candidates the skills they need to be a data analyst, project manager, or user experience designer. Google claims the programs will equip students with the essential skills they need to get a job with no degree or prior experience required to take the courses. Each course is designed and taught by Google employees. Upon completion, which should take about six months, Google promises support in the job search as well. Partner companies already include Walmart, Intel, Bank of America, Hulu, and of course, Google. To get started, you can Google for more information, but you already knew that. For your next job, I'm Stephen Greenberg. With both wildfires raging out of control in the West and a pandemic raging out of control worldwide, lots of people are wondering about air purifiers and whether they can help them breathe easier in the face of unprecedented clean air challenges. Fortune magazine's Jeff Colvin looked into which ones are best. Some air purifiers push air through a filter. Others add an electric charge to particles, which makes them stick to surfaces instead of floating in the air. And new technologies work in still other ways. The easiest way to ensure your air purifier can filter coronavirus is to buy a mechanical purifier that uses a HEPA filter. It captures 99.97% of very tiny particles and is the filter grade commonly used by hospitals. 
The virus itself is small enough to get through the filter, but to get airborne, the virus requires a carrier, usually water droplets, which are much larger and therefore can be captured. Proprietary technology used by a company called Molecule appears to be even more effective than HEPA filters, though Molecule purifiers are among the most expensive. I'm Jeff Colvin. Also today, a report from CNET's Brian Cooley, who tells us what hot new technology the experts are saying car buyers want most. Latest survey results from J.D. Power says people with nice cars love the cameras in them the most. Among all the tech gear that luxury cars have today, rearview mirrors in particular that have embedded camera views score really well, as do low ground-level cameras and cameras to the back that render a trailer virtually invisible. What do these 82,000 owners of 2020 cars really not like? Gesture control, where you can wave your hand to control the volume, fan speed, or handling an incoming call. I've tried most gesture systems, and I can only agree. J.D. Power also found that new technologies vary a lot depending who's offering them. As is usually the case with new tech, who you get it from and how they implement it make a huge difference. So next time you shop for a new car, don't assume the new tech in one is just like that same tech in another brand. High-tech cars and modern driving from CoolionCars.com. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net. <laughs>